first. And oh then... my god, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Derange Penguin Podcast. Welcome to it. We're back. We took a two week break. Um, and I, was, oh, I feel rested. I watched some March Madness. You know, uh, my alma mater got an upset in the first round. Dell has agree. like eight alma maters. Like Dell's, if you don't know Dell, right? He's he's an alum of your college, whatever <laughs> college you went to. He was there. He took a course. It probably was something stupid like coral conducting. Like what is that even? You know what I mean? Like, is that even it's a thing? Learning how to make coral reefs conduct electricity. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, you know, I, I you, you ever watch a guy like direct a choir? You ever wonder like what's that guy doing? I try not to watch that guy. Yeah, he's just you know kind of. He's just like keeping away. the beat. You ever seen somebody like that's all? That's all. <laughs> that's all the guy does, keeping the beat. Uh. Have you seen how wide oh. I am? It took me. Oh. It took me eight years of school just to learn how to do that. So. <laughs> now you and go. One and two and three. And <laughs> so uh, you know we're back, sort of, sort of. Um, lots happened over the last couple What's weeks. That's supposed to mean. You know we're not going to cover the whole two weeks, right? I mean this is not like a new show, but uh, you know we try to stay topical. We are, you know. When we when we left like off, like ointment. Yeah, just put it on the top. It's not gonna really do too much, okay. but it makes you feel like you're doing something, yeah. right? You listen to Drake Rub it on the surface. Like, I I don't know what's going on. I'm not. You informed, feel informed. But yeah. Yeah. But vaguely, you're not, yeah, you vaguely yeah, really. skim the surface. I've heard of that. That's what you can say. I've heard of that. Yeah. Apply yeah. us yeah, to our right. your rashes, and you'll feel better. <laughs> Drake Penguin, apply to your rashes. Call your doctor. Uh, so, you know, like uh, we're. We two weeks ago, right? Last show we did, we published it. We're like, "Hey, it's been a year since we've been indoors for the pandemic," and now you know everybody kind of did that. Like everybody was like, can "That you was believe? actually three weeks ago." Yeah, can you believe it's been, you know, uh, um, a year? They've been doing all their content posts, uh, so we're ahead of the game, you know. But now we're you can see the finish line. I don't know if you heard this, Dell, but like today in Texas, I know you're not in Texas. Um, they were like, hey, March 29th, the governor of the state of Texas, like, we're going to vaccinate, open it up to everybody, right? So uh, you don't need, right now, everybody had to kind of, like, fudge it. Like, I'm 50, and also I have, you know, an underlying condition. Can I get vaccinated? Now they're just like, look, whatever, uh, by March 29th. Uh, my work, you know, we talked about this. When is it going to open again? They're like, hey, uh, yeah, let's just put people back to work. Let's have a plan of action. So we're kind of nearing the end. Um, Are you know, we? Sort. I mean, you know, like whatever. Whether or not it's like it's a good move or not, we are we are at least planning for it. Whereas like a year ago, <laughs> we were just you know <laughs> lock it all down. Are so, you setting ready, getting ready to interrogate yourself? Yeah, try to yeah, turn I on this light over here. Spotlight in my face. Sorry, I apologize <laughs> to everyone who blinded is and distracted right now. So I my question spots. to y'all is: Are you ready for that? I went to the park this Sunday, kicked the ball around. Yeah, soccer is a good social distance sport because you you know you just kick it. It's more than six feet away. Eh. Uh, and man, That's was I, I herfing and perfing, you know? I was like, Oof. boom, boom, boom. Yeah, me thumping away, sound like an elephant running. Uh, I'm out of shape, is what I'm getting at there, guys. Yeah. Are you ready? Are you guys beach ready? Either one of y'all? No. <laughs> is that even a thing anymore? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> Short answer, no. No, I'm not ready. I don't know. I don't know. I don't like people anyway. 
And I really enjoyed the not having to see and be around a lot of people all the time. Ditto. But it's good for my business. Things are like normal again and we're making money. So that's not a bad thing. <laughs> Look at all these people breathing on each Don't other. Don't have to file bankruptcy. Coffee. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, there have been a lot of places, and we won't rehash this, this was another episode where we talked about the proper way to, you know, deal with the pandemic. We had hot sports opinions. So we won't go into that right now, but, you know, I, I will note that a lot of places have already been open, have been acting like it's been open already, so, uh, you know, they won't really feel it, but I think the, the rest of the world was to get it vaccinated. I mean... Gina, you and I played soccer like in rec league sports for like two years straight or something like that. And we haven't played the whole pandemic year. And so I know there are a lot of people like us that haven't played, haven't done those kinds of things. So I don't know. Where do you, are you, are you, do you feel like it's ending? Do you feel ready to go back out there? What? Yes and no. I kind of feel like it's ending, but I think it's the weather making me think that more so than you know, like going store crazy or anything like that. Cause I'm with Dell and I don't loves the people. So I've been pretty happy. I've been thriving in of doors. <laughs> I think we talked about this before, but um, yeah, I mean the fact that it's warming up again makes me want to go and do the kinds of things we would normally do when the weather's nice, you know, like go to the park, which yes, you can do anyway, but you know, participate in group activities, play team sports, go to restaurants, go to outdoor yeah. things, things I can't even do right now because of my condition, but, you know, like drink beer out at a yeah. patio, whatever, stuff like that, hang out with people. Um, I think it's the weather talking, not the year that I've spent <laughs> inside this house, yeah. which is not bothering me as much as I thought it might. Um. But is it really going back to normal? I I don't know. Because if, if we could take any sign from the fact that a couple of Christmas parties and, and uh, Thanksgiving parties were enough to throw us into another wave of yeah. cases and deaths. And everybody hasn't got it yet. And everybody hasn't died yet. <laughs> so more of that can happen is what I'm saying. I think that it's just going to peak again as soon as people, people are going to get too lax too soon. Like, yes, it's great that people can get vaccinated now, but as per usual, as we've done the past year, multiple times, we open it up too soon. We start yeah. gathering too soon, relaxing the protocol too soon. And I think that's going to happen at least one more time before it's really over. Yeah. I, I think the, the smart, analysis has been um you can still get it we can still have another wave people can still die um but we are in a better place than we were I'm not, i don't mean like but like ignore that i mean the difference being from those other times when they're like bars and restaurants are open 15 percent, it's gonna be fine don't worry about it is that a lot of people have had it a lot of people are getting vaccinated and those two combinations of things are reducing the, the likelihood that you'll get it um although there's but like a more when, infectious version out most there of so the people know. who have been vaccinated to date are the people who are eager to get out and play bridge like <laughs> we're not really running in the same circles so uh right. I, I don't think that group i sorely miss my bridge club. <laughs> wednesday night 
I'm gonna beat you, you. Do y'all find yourselves like uh, experiencing what some people suggested? It's like brain, like almost like brain damage from not having any way to track time, or like some fogginess, or like forgetfulness, or inability to remember what life was like before. No, I, 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 I am. I'm perfectly able to know what day it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, same. I mean, the weeks can feel a little repetitive from time to time, but on the whole, no. I remember what it was like before. I remember what those night places where you get drinks are called. <laughs> and <laughs> I am not silly in the head. Um I don't know. I think one of the things that maybe contributes to that is not having a good enough routine yeah, right. in this new way of life. And I could say that early on it was a tough adjustment. Like it took me a good four months to get used to <laughs> how was I going to work from home all the damn time. Yeah. Um, right. But after that, it was like, you know, you get you develop a new routine. You know what day it is. You figure out how to keep yourself organized the same way you did in your old routine. And I think that perhaps people struggling with that just haven't done a good enough job of adjusting. Yeah. I mean, I also think that it's helpful that like we are fortunate that our routine didn't change as much. Um, right. You know, like I said, we work and we had, you know, our childcare situation kind of just sync up. It just so happened, right. That we had family ready to, to take care of our kids anyway. And so then it was like, well, can you do that? But just be in a bubble. And they're like, yeah. So then that kind of worked out. Other people have been like, you know, every day is the same. And then some people have been out of work, this, that, and the other. Um, like I said, my work has been busy. So if anything happened to me, it was just like, uh, if anything happened to me, it was just like, uh, I just had to work a lot more. Yes. Yeah. Go, go on. <laughs> continue uh, so some of us have had to work more I think is what he's saying and the other thing I was going to say is I think I, I have to acknowledge though that and he was kind of touching on this with how things synced up with like our childcare and things like that we weren't that thrown off um, in the way that other people definitely have been so I I think it, we have to acknowledge like how fortunate we've been right like we can work 100% from home with our same jobs and there was no change there, you know, like yeah. no impact to our finances really. Um, all that kind of stuff has been, we've been really fortunate. So, yeah. and I'm sure that helps kind of with it not being so difficult. Right. Cause it's one less thing to stress about when you've already got to worry about not contracting this illness that you don't know how it's going to affect you or your loved ones and all the other stuff going on in the world. Right. Yeah. I wonder also people. So I would say the majority of people tend to wrap their identity up in what they do a good bit, you know? And so for to have that, like just stripped away from you so suddenly. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. It would be a tough, tough thing and probably hurt, uh, you know, hard to deal with. And also the fact, I mean, you can't discount the fact that drinking has gone way up and that impairs memory and <laughs> creates fogginess and stuff too. too. So. <laughs> Everybody's yeah. an alcoholic now. <laughs> um, the other thing I was going to say is I wonder if there's a component for people struggling that of, you know, being 
introverted versus extroverted and like you know needing to meet levels of interaction and just not being able to fulfill that at home um and one more thing that does not bother me (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean i i think like yeah like i've been and we talked about this before i've been kind of feeling that time uh i don't really have any problem feeling any time with like shit to do like i started playing guitar more practicing it and i just kind of threw myself into that or playing like piano trying to earn a you know just plinking in everybody's ear blink 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 um but the you know uh or writing more and we like restarted this podcast right there's like things to do um if there was ever a time to be in a pandemic it's now right we got fucking zoom and shit you know uh you could talk at people uh one Stay thing, connected. Yeah. Are you well, staying engaged? No, not really. I think one thing it, said it doesn't really bother me. I, I think I'm very much like you that way. I I like human interaction, being a human and whatever. But I can't distract myself enough where I don't absolutely need it in the same way that other people do. Cause I, here's the thing, right? Isn't like consuming some media? Isn't that some human interaction? Somebody made a piece of art. You're listening to it. Isn't that sort of engaging with it? No. I'd say so. <laughs> I mean, it's not like we're locked in a cave somewhere, right? Like, right. You know, you're seeing people. You're, you're doing stuff. I've talked to people who don't talk to a lot of people, and you can tell it takes a toll. I don't know if art is doing for them what <laughs> talking to people does. I mean, and again, I think there's, that's a situation where our situation is that, you know, we got kids. Sometimes I want to get away. I would like, I could I be more pandemic? You know what I mean? Like away from these right. kids. Get away. <laughs> I think I need get to get exposed so I can like Dad. lock myself Dad. in a room or something. Dad, she's talking about. You know, so there's a little bit of that. And I know some people they are like, um, I'm just kind of by myself, not doing anything. I think uh, there was one thing. It's funny how this kind of sway, comes back this way. I remember, um, I don't know, we were like in our early 20s or something like that. Someone was saying back like, in the day, yeah, you haven't you haven't lived by yourself. That's weird. Like everybody should live by themselves at least for a couple of years. So blah blah blah. And there's kind of that argument. You're like kind of going back and forth. Like what is the appropriate kind of stage of life process? And then a lot of people were kind of talking shit about millennials or like why they're living at home when they just go out and make their own whatever. And now, right, a lot of people living at home. And then I saw normalized living at home because you know blah blah blah. Uh, that was one of the other arguments is that like a lot of people uh, throughout history and even right now have lived at home, right? Humans are, you know, social uh, people uh, were like tribal, you know, family, extended family, that kind of thing. All those things can be suffocating and limiting and hurtful and traumatic if, if it's a bad relationship. But for the most part, a lot of people find good things in those interactions um, so, you know, it's a little weird. I think you can see a lot of people there just like, well, made it out. I li- I'm living in this tiny apartment by myself and it turns out a pandemic came around and this is messing with my mental health. You know, yeah. that's kind of, that's, that's the negative, you know, um, part about, you know, living in society, other, other groups where they've had, you know, like multiple generations living in the same home. They're like, yeah, it's not that big a deal. And we're, we're a little bit like that. Like I said, we have family here a lot within our little bubble. We get to interact with them. So it hasn't been a big deal. 
um, as big a deal as maybe it could have been, I'll say. So I think one thing you realize is that how much financial ability is impacting people's arguments there. Like if you can afford to be alone, then yeah, that's great. But if you can't, sometimes your significant other, your family, whatever, you know, the people you surround yourself with, uh, you need each other to get by as well as whatever you get out of companionship. Um, And then I guess, like you said, if they're realizing in the pandemic that being alone is lonely, um, (laughs) that maybe, you know, they were getting fulfilled socially before outside of the home. It's like, it reminds me of people who, you know, like in big cities like New York can live in really tiny spaces because they get to enjoy a lot of outdoor and other spaces. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if you take that away, then living in a tiny space doesn't really make so much sense anymore because you're like, where else can I go? (laughs) Right. Yeah. And so, it, again, we'll, we'll put that on, t- on top of that because other people are like, you know, there's been a rise of domestic violence. Yes. Like, all this is like assuming that you have a healthy relationship. Like, you know, I have a dog and, you know, it's great because we have all this kind of interaction. But if you don't treat the dog well or if the dog is evil and tries starts biting you, you have Cujo the dog. That's a different relationship than a healthy, you know, pet human kind of thing. Uh, so just let's put that out there. We're not talking about you and your weird abusive relationship. You know what I mean, like you know, stop abusing people. I guess. Yeah. Um, so uh, a sign that uh, that things are normalizing in America is that we're out doing hate crimes again and mass shootings. So. Yay for that. us! Yeah. He made America great uh, again. Yeah. Uh, so. Only happened. Recently, there's been like a, a an increase in like Asian anti Asian American thing, uh, Asian American violence, and a lot of this stems from the stuff we talked about, like in episode one. We're like, man, this dude, uh, you know, Donald Trump has been like making it okay to be to incite this stuff, and a lot of his supporters were like, what are you even saying? None of that's happened. You've been like freaking out for no reason. But I think that these recent things, like one the uh, attack on the Capitol, and then two, this increase in, in anti-Asian, uh, I don't know, it's like activities, uh, you know, st- like from as small as, if this could be small, like pushing old people or just yelling, hey, coronavirus at, at Asian people to, you know, shooting in Atlanta. Uh, all these things are all part of the same thing, you know what I mean? And uh, that's why you don't say that stuff, I guess, is that the... Is that the conclusion I'm trying to make there? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's definitely a part of it, right? <laughs> I don't think this problem is new, and racism's not new, and hate against Asian Americans is not a new problem. Um, and I think people have even said, you know, anecdotally, that the things that we've been hearing about the past couple of months are not the first violent things that have popped up over the last year um but people are just being more vocal about it now and sharing their stories um i think there's always there's also a component as with uh, uh, this is a maybe a bad contrast but oh man (laughs) with you know we talked about how um i think i shared this on an earlier episode how i thought People's involvement in the protests and everything last year and activism yeah. was increased because of the pandemic. Yeah. Like people just needed to get out of the house and do something. <laughs> and likewise, I think some of this 
anger coming from people who are frustrated and racist and whatever other ist that they're dealing with are more likely to be following these impulses because of the pandemic. So I think it's all tied together. Yeah, I mean, we we talked about it on the last one, on the one, this whole show has been, hey, we talked about this before, hasn't it, though? Um, (laughs) But, like, we, you know, what I say is, like, all the people in Canada, people are are stupid, right? We're dumb. And we're always looking for something to hate. We're always looking for something. Well, look, look at them. If we're going to direct our hate anywhere, let's direct it at a candidate. Now, uh, I mean, we were talking about that, right? Like, they, we're looking for somebody to take it out on, right? And the history of, of humans has been like, all right, who's different? Hey, uh, the, the sun didn't come up today. It was like all black, you know. Uh, we need to pick up. Let's find somebody. Let's get the virgins, the old ladies. They are weird. Let's do that and see if the sun, you know, shines again. Uh, you know, we're always looking for something, and we're, we're stupid. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm unsurprised by it. It is outrageous and all that other, all that other stuff. I, I don't know how to, I definitely don't have the words anymore and I don't want to be, it was, there's like a shooting in Colorado today or yesterday. Yesterday. I don't know. It's, it is one of those things where you just kind of look at it and you're just like, what do we do now? Right. I mean, I'm old enough that I remember Columbine and then all the other shootings and things. What is it going to change now? What do we do? Like, can we be outraged? Are, like, were you even shocked, Dell? Right. No, no, I wasn't. I was just like, oh, okay, that that happened, and it's become such a normalized part of our society. And I guess there's been such a like at, at some point you just gotta, and and maybe this is where we're at, like this is the reality and nobody's that interested in really changing it. You know, the people with the ability to do it, they, they use it as a, as a way to, you know, drum up support for themselves and then nothing ever really changes. Right. And so is it just part It's what we are? It's what, it's who we are as a country. We have mass shootings multiple times a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is that? That onion article It's like, there's no way to predict, uh, to prevent this from happening, says the country where the only country in the world where this happens over and over and over again. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, you know, I don't mean to mis- minimize any of these things, uh, but again, we're not really, we're not really a take it serious kind of show. So I think we're going to pause for like two seconds. Okay. Um, I want to talk about something else is what I'm getting at. <laughs> So we're not pausing. We're but that was a transitioning. pause. That was a two-second pause. <laughs> I thought we were having like a moment of silence. No, I'm not going to have a moment of silence. It's silly to have a moment of silence on a podcast. because you, Wow. You, you think. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> <laughs> then you think there's like, is something going wrong here? I don't know. Well, I mean, we can talk about <laughs> so what So what else means. do you want to talk about? So, no. <laughs> Look, I mean, no, li- literally. Like, if you're like looking to the, uh, to the Deranged Penguin podcast, like, you know what? How can I make sense of this moment of tragedy in this world? Let me see what Adam has to say about it as he makes jokes on the thing. Then, yeah, you got bigger problems uh, than than you think you do. Um, but like, yeah, like I said, I don't want to. I don't want to beat you down with with more of this. I feel beaten. I do feel beaten. I feel like completely beat down I at thought, all this. I thought you were. Yeah. Huh. 
Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's (laughs) talk about something else. I mean, we already talked about March Madness. It's definitely hard to transition from that to the other thing, right? I feel like the speaking of a crazy March. Yeah, that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking at this list of of topics here, and there's nothing really coming here. Um, Acknowledging the fact that we cannot spend all day every day upset about the horrible things that continually happen. Who's watching basketball? <laughs> Is that better? Are we comfortable <laughs> with it now? I'm still getting. I did have a laughter. good time. Like, I mean, we lost the NCAA tournament again in the cascade. We who? The who, who did? Yeah, who's uh, we? Americans, you know, Americans who love their Americans sports. Americans lost the tournament. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I was oh, saying you mean this last year. Yeah, I was saying this on a, on the sports podcasts that we that I do. Um, Nobody wants to know about that. When you're listening of all the things that were we lost in the, in the pandemic, you know the basketball tournament is way down the list, but it was a thing that happened. You know, Gina, you were talking about things that were like, uh, like, does it feel normal? Does it feel like coming back? Like watching the NCAA tournament, especially our team out there uh, in this March basketball. I tournament. mean, it was it was first on the list for you, right? It's okay <laughs> to admit that. No, no, we've I'm, come full circle. The pandemic started. With it being taken away, <laughs> and then a year later, we're kind of coming back. It's empty in there, but they're playing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, <laughs> no. It was a thing. Like you just kind of realize, like this, we didn't have it, right? Like, it's it's a sign of like a normal cycle uh, of things that happen, right? You know, you're like, hey, it comes around, summertime is baseball or whatever like that. Those kinds of markers of of the the changing of the seasons and those kinds of things. And March is one of those, right? You're like, Hey, it's brackets time coming around again. Uh, there was a whole period of time where we didn't have it. And so then it felt a little weird where everybody was kind of like, wow, things are serious. Right. Um, so for it to, to return the NCAA tournament was a little bit of a sign, you know, you were saying it made me miss some of those things. Uh, I was like, yeah, I was reminded of previous like conference basketball tournaments that you and I have went to Gina where, you know, we had a good time. I was like, oh, yeah, I do kind of miss that. It would be cool to go. If things were normal, we could have went to Indianapolis or try to go to Indianapolis or something like that, support the team. All that's fun. I, You know, this podcast is named at a basketball game, sort of. I drove up to Denton to go watch a basketball game. It's on, on my couch, though, yeah. in my house. Well, <laughs> I was telling Dell, like, Thank we should you, do a basketball. podcast. I'm going to do this podcast. I'm going to name it Deranged Penguin uh, if you don't name your band after it, whatever. It's fine. He didn't name his he band didn't. after it, and that band is no longer a thing, so it doesn't even matter. I think one of those band members did steal my Weber grill, and uh, I found that I still am a little angry about that <laughs> as I bought another Weber grill. I was like... White privilege ass Dell over here stealing my fucking Weaver, just taking without asking. This is what they do. Did I this do that? Is what they, huh? No, it's like your I, friend. I forget which Who's friend. Who's your friend? Well, they all kind of look the same. Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I forget which one it was. I don't know, but yeah, like uh, um, you digress. All, all those things, right? Like sports and these kinds of things are are ways for us to get together and have a good time and enjoy those things. As sports returns, hither and thither, 
safely, unsafely. I think those do remind me at the very least of those times and those things where we've kind of, like I said, Dell, who hates sports, we've taken, we've dragged him to sporting events and stuff. Like, Dell, get your ass out. We're going to watch football. And he's like, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> you can hear him sighing heavily. So, yeah. Dell, have you been following the tournament at all? I did the bracket y'all sent me to fill out. <laughs> you did your homework? Okay. I get the uh, I get the notifications about how poorly I'm doing. <laughs> but no, and honestly, it's funny to hear Adam say that because I, I knew that's how most people would feel. But uh, I actually was thinking, this is so great this year that no sports are really happening. People will finally realize how unimportant all this is to their daily lives. And they... It won't be made such a big deal of in the future, but that, I don't think that's, I think <laughs> it's that's not, a pipe that's dream. That's not what's happening. No. So yeah. to Gina's point about like those things, um, like the lack of sport, like Kyrie Irving, right, basketball player, he had said uh, he didn't want to resume the season for a while because he felt like it was distracting from like real shit that was happening and, you know, like the conversations and stuff. Um, I think they are a distraction, but then I think you also can see how and why Sometimes people a welcome want. Distraction. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're talking about that. Like, what is the appropriate amount of time to to think about the sadness, the, the terror and whatever? And so people are like, you know what? I just want to watch fucking Ted Lasso, right? People are overly praising the show. I liked it, but now, you know, the way people talk about it, there's just like the one thing in this whole godforsaken year that just brought me a little bit of joy and I will not... Have anybody seen it? I was like, golly, man, they really like that show, you know? So I I look at it that way. There's a lot of people that like, I don't know, Harry Potter, the Marvel movies, in the same way that I'm like, yeah, it's great to just watch somebody do a thing. Like, it takes skill, effort, you know, and I appreciate all that, having tried and failed to <laughs> do basketball stuff when I was, like, in high school. I'm like, look at me, I want to be good. And then I'm like, that's hard. And then you see people doing it well. You're like, I know that's hard because I tried a little bit and I wasn't good at it. So to me, it's just about enjoying that aspect of it. It's like, it's cool. It's just like watching somebody build a table. Like, look at that skill. It's pretty good. Look at, he sanded the edges down there. Like that's, it took time and effort to really plane it. Look at it, it's nice and level. It's the same way somebody hitting down a jump shot, catch and shoot in a corner. Like it takes time and effort and skill. That's cool, and I appreciate it. So. so I think you're getting something different out of the game than I am. Uh, <laughs> that sounds I'm cool. I'm a poet, you know. I got a, I got an artist's soul, and you guys are Luddites, you know. And, uh, but you know. it has been nice. I think um, I'm kind of like Dell, like, oh, we really need sports. Mm-hmm. But it, I have enjoyed the tournament uh, so far this month. Blaspheme. It's been exciting and it's been nice. To, it's been a welcome distraction for me. It's been nice to just focus on these games and yell at the TV for a little bit and <laughs> um, enjoy the competition. I don't I don't really get down into the skill yeah. of the game. A lot of that's lost on me. <laughs> I ask you a lot of questions, but um, just enjoying the them competing. You know, the upsets have been great. Um like rooting for the underdog, you know, seeing yeah. things that aren't supposed to happen, happen. And, um, but I think it's even better having had such a long break from it. So maybe they just need to like shorten seasons <laughs> is what we need. It's like, uh, yeah, you they know? need to do like the Olympics, have a, you know, quadrennial <laughs> tournament. <laughs> yeah. 
So I you mean, get what I'm uh, saying. You know, the, I think there's a lot to it about that. You're right. Like, we do hype up these sports to a ridiculous degree, right? I mean, their origin was like, hey, man, did you, you know, like, the college, they got a team and they're playing basketball and they're going to play, right? Let's, we can just go. It's at the gym. They're, you know, over here. And then people watch it, like 200 people are like, oh, it was fun. They were competing, you know, that was that was a good time. Were they doing this again? And, you know, it just kind of kept getting built up and built up. And you can insert whatever sport, right? Baseball and football. And then, you know, they started calling it football and baseball and whatever. And now, you know, the guy gets $250 million to be a baseball player, right? And, you know, whatever. Like, they're just so far removed. They're just like aliens. But there was a natural progression from... He's just a guy that plays it that, you know, like a coworker or, or a fellow student and he's pretty good at it and it's fun to watch him do whatever to, um, this person has like, he's, you know, in name only associated with the thing I do, the school I go to, the city I live in, but he's, he might as well be an alien cause he's, he's just no, nowhere near in the same stratosphere, right? They all live yeah. in mansions. You know I mean? And it makes sense. They sort of deserve it because nobody else could do it. I seen Dell try to shoot a jump shot. Doesn't look good. <laughs> I would not pay money to see him do it again. Yeah. 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 So I, I think, Dell, can you see the parallels between that and like music? Oh, I mean, sure. Like pop music, you know, commercial yeah. music or whatever. Um, except, yeah. I would even say that, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm hesitant to say that athletes have actually more skill in their area than, than pop musicians do, but in some ways they do. Like pop musicians are made out of somebody else's mind, Warner Brothers or whatever, you know, and they say, I can turn this person to make them an media icon for five years and then, you know, send them on their way. Uh, but I just, yeah, I, I have the same, I have a problem with that, with the worship of any, any sort of entity like that, you know, that's been, that we've been told to worship and is used so often as a distraction from the same way that gladiator, the, the gladiator arenas in Rome were a way to Bread sedate. Right? Yeah. 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 To, yeah, it's basically to distract them. They poured all their energy and in, in whatever into those into those events and then didn't mind that they were living in abject poverty and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And hey, so there's a Dill. Adam was just asking if you miss concerts. Yeah, Dell's like, uh, no, it's just you know, <laughs> distraction from the But aren't we all like that then? I mean, you know, you think yeah, about sure. all the times that you like maybe you had an essay to write, maybe a dissertation. Yeah. And instead no, and instead you picked up a piano and you started pianing, you know? Okay. Yeah. I, and and it, I think distraction is necessary. I think it's yeah. a good thing to, I think it, when it, I think when it becomes the thing for people, that's when it's, you know, like the same way that, that people who just obsess about fish, which is one of my favorite bands, like follow them. And it's the only music they listen to. And the only thing they talk about, and the only place they about, find like, fish is or like, like salmon the, there for the a band. I was like, yeah, hey. yeah, 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 yeah. You mean like the Bass Pro Sorry. people? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but the people who spend, you know, all they think about from Monday night or Sunday afternoon till the next Sunday is 
their one team and how that one team is going to do in this next game and stuff. It's just, you know, it, I think it's a waste of time. I think it becomes a waste of time. You know, I think it's a, it's a useful distraction. It's good for, it's good for um, mental health and for whatever um, up to a degree. And then it becomes a substitution for like getting things done in life. You know what I mean? Moderation. Like the same way that, right. yeah, like but, stopping me from doing a dissertation, playing music or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Isn't some of that stuff like, I mean, you could argue that there's like uh, everything we had, especially like in a, a country of plenty like this, right? We got a lot of stuff that everything that we do is, like, what else is there to do? I mean, like you don't have to spend four months building your house. You just buy it. Right. Right. right? You don't have to go toil. You just go type on your computer, right? You know, you don't have to go plant the seed and you know till the soil and do that whole kind of thing and so it's just you know a higher level of abstraction that kind of thing yeah. um i mean i said because i understand what you're saying i i get it and um i mean you know like there's i think people are not like a little competitive you could see it right it's like i've been doing like sports following because I, I like it and i'm like i'm gonna do this anyway i might as well kind of combine it with other things and try to build some skill just because I'm right. a silly nerd that way. So I'm like, I want to improve my writing. So I will combine it with my, you know, fandom of this thing and write about it. And other people do that about like, say, I don't know, game of Thrones and they podcast about that. And a lot of it isn't really just about the sport or the, right. The, the media. It's just building something. Here's a thing we're going to gather around. Right. So say the fish thing, Maybe they don't really care about fish and they just really like hanging it out with the people, right? And they're like, sure, let's do that. Well, I think that like using it, turning it into like an, a hobby, like, or, or even a, an, a side vocation, a side gig or whatever is a good way to channel your passion to something that is, is useful, you know, uh, and building either yourself or or contributing to society in some way. I guess I'm talking more about the people who like just get become all, you know like yeah, and they're not they're not really doing anything. It's just their team is their team is their team. You know what I mean? It's like who yeah. they are and like I'm going to wear a Saints jersey and I have to wear a Saints jersey all day on Saturday, you know, every Saturday, every Sunday or whatever and and like Wait. Find something more useful to put your energy into, you know, like seriously, yeah. like help change society. Think about something, you know, I don't know, man. Or, I'm being, or I'm no being real more negative. or no, no more about it. Right. Because there can be people like that who you can't have an in-depth discussion with about their team. They, right. They, they don't even know what they're talking about. They're just. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, and you can't criticize them either. You know, like yeah. you can't criticize their team. You yeah. know, it's the I same think, sort. Of, we see it in other avenues. Yeah, we talked about that. And like, as far as like Trump or something like that, or or you know, even yeah, you know, I don't want to just pick on Trump fans, but uh, oh sure, there's like there's like <laughs> I do lefty people that do the same kind of thing. Like yeah, once you get to the point where you can't criticize the what you call thing, then maybe you're not seeing it as clearly as maybe you once did. Um, yeah, I, I get all that. Um, Here's something that just popped into my brain. You too. Why do they suck? 
Why does you two suck? Why do people hate them or why do they suck in an objective sense? Yeah, just like objectively speaking. They have like (laughs) one guitar tone. It's like that bling, 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 you know, like just jangle, jangle. And then what's it? So, yeah. You're not wrong completely. I don't think they suck. I think they've been, they were, they had their time and their place. um, And they're highly innovative for it. And the edge is pretty much. Not a whole lot thought of, of this. 1983, yeah. He, yeah, he was the he created that sort of tone that that guitar that delay sort of thing and that rhythmic sort of playing that has found its way into music of like Coldplay and worship music <laughs> for worse, um, or worse. And uh, and but the reason they even started doing their own music, uh, like writing original music because they were so bad at doing cover music that they were like, well, we just might as well come up with our own thing, you know? And they were like, punk was a legitimized thing at that point too. So, you know, there's an argument of like, if it's original music, how much can you criticize the playing or the lack of musicianship or whatever, you know? So the reason all the music sounds the same, all the guitar sounds the same is because Edge knows how to do like one thing. Also, don't but, like how we have to call him the Edge. Yeah, I was gonna say, do <laughs> yeah. we have to? <laughs> I don't even know his real name. <laughs> no, I, so th- the reason I got to this right was like I was reading an article. That's really the kind of nickname you give yourself. Yeah. Nobody else called him that. You know, right. I forgot. I was looking up something about a song, uh, and you know, it, it might have been uh, just kind of like I was looking at a song. I was like, I want to find an analysis of the song because I was trying to figure out what's happening with that and. Ended up, yeah, I know, it was the Michael, the Doobie Brothers, the What a Fool Believes, right? Yeah. Um, so anyway, I was looking that one up, and it was this guy just doing his column of all the number one songs from 1958, the top Billboard Top 100, whatever, Hot 100, till now. And there was like a couple U2 songs on there, and he was just kind of talking about it, how like that was. Uh, I still haven't found what I look. What I'm looking for was their version of a gospel song. I think they they said this, and you know I was like, you know that song isn't bad. I remember, let's do whatever. Uh, and I think I had to take a run an errand. I go to the store or something. I was, you know, let me give you two another shot. Uh, I was gonna actually go kick the ball around, and play soccer. If I'm put it on you That's two, that's where you went wrong. And then I was like. <laughs> These first four, five songs are the same. I didn't even know where one ended. And these are like across eras, right? It's like Joshua Tree, uh, you know, Aktoon Baby, the 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 next one, whatever other one. Uh, but it's just across, you know, that's like two decades. It's the same song, guys. Come on. I mean, you know, like, and maybe you say, hey, Metallica's a little bit the same. <laughs> I, there are no other so- bands like that. Like, <laughs> I mean, ACDC is like every song is so unique. They don't play the same song over and over again. <laughs> Like, I'll concede that, right? That's it. <laughs> but it's like the same in the in a bad way. <laughs> the same bad song over and well, over. Okay. All right. Just consider this part: is that like it doesn't get any better? Like the song, right? It's like slow. You're like, okay, this is building to something. Actually, no, it just stays the same, and then it just ends. That was kind of it, right? Like where you can have a song like the same structure again using ACDC or like a Metallica or whatever. They're like, it's gonna do this. It's going to boom hit here and kind of it gives you the the like, you know, the journey. But like a U2 song again. If I'm like, there's no journey. There's a lot of droning on. The guitar doesn't change and it just ends. 
And maybe, <laughs> maybe Bono just screams a little louder at one point, and that's kind of it. You know. <laughs> I feel you. I will say that uh, mysterious ways. That one's okay, and just because it's like a radical change, right? You know. Yeah. Bounce. Chicka bounce, bounce. Right. That's just like, yeah. Okay. They they, this is they have a couple of songs. I I I don't. I I'm gonna agree with you, man. Like a lot of their songs are the same, and I have a hard time when I'm trying to think of a specific U2 song, <laughs> knowing which song it actually is I'm thinking of, you know, like the title of it. Uh, they do have a couple of outliers that, that are su- surprisingly good. Um, there's another one. There's a song that a band called POD did a cover of that's actually a really cool song. <laughs> Wait, but, the, uh, the Youth of the Nation band? The POD, that POD? <laughs> yeah i think so like yeah. early we are we like, are. that one maybe i don't know heavy a heavy band heavier band like post rage against the machine yeah it's pod, but, uh, it's POD. yeah 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 <laughs> uh so yeah man but i so i've i've you know um, i wanted to like you too sure. i like some of their stuff and joshua tree and octung baby um and rattle and hum i own that album i think it's a decent live album but but they're a band that i was like i always felt like i should like and don't like enough honestly like beautiful day i like that album probably the best of all of the u2s of u2's albums see that was the same kind of deal yeah was it bullet the blue yeah bullet in the blue sky bullet the blue sky yeah so you know like i said i'm not as well versed in like the u2 fandom but yeah. apparently Rattle and Hum had, like, everybody... It's, like, universally disliked. Like, they tried yeah. too hard. It was, like, folk covers or something like that. Or It's kind of bluesy. They actually have B.B. Uh, King play on it. Yeah, for, like, but. yeah. Uh, yeah, just, again, again, just trying to... I tried to give them a good shot. I was like, all right, let me yeah. just clear it all, my own preconceptions. Sure. Just start listening to some U2. And I just like, mm. there's a couple parts. I'm like, yeah, you know, I've, I've heard this song a thousand times, so I just kind of know it. Like, but right. still haven't found where I'm looking for or the, yeah, with or without you, you mm-hmm. know, like the three or four from the Joshua tree that's kind of, kind of just stand out. But I mean, yeah, I just, there's a lot where halfway through the song, I'm like, okay, what else we got? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to do something else in here, man, or something or what? Yeah. But it's also like, it's kind of like, the precursor to shoegaze music like that's always had its place right depeche yeah. mode does a lot of stuff like that and other 80s bands that i never really listened to or gave you know much thought about because it was very much that sort of like static nothing really happens for four minutes uh thing uh yeah you two does that they just had a little bit more rock into in their sound i think and that's why they had more commercial appeal I mean, I can get that. I, I do think that there's, you know, like I said, I think there's a time and a place uh, for a sound. Um, and and it was kind of reinforced by, like, just reading some of the stuff the guy, uh, I forget this guy's name, but it's on StereoGum.com. You can find this this uh, column. And, uh, he's not real big on the musicality. I think the a couple of the commenters are like, I like how he just goes, I like this song. And he doesn't really talk about the music and, and mm-hmm. a couple of, music nerds are in there like i really like how the you know augmented fourth chord and whatever you know stuff that only i vaguely understand but uh there's a little bit to that where you just kind of 
it's a new sound or something different than what everybody else is doing that makes it stand out. Right. And yeah, I, I understand that, but sometimes it just by itself, it can kind of suck. And I think, yeah, it's like, you know, I mean, it's not, like there, Muse, there are people. Muse is like that. I can't listen to Muse. <laughs> Muse has owes a lot to you too as well. Yeah, for sure. Uh, they're a little more proggy, but, um, I, the, but there are people like that don't like the Beatles and say their argument. One of their arguments is like, this band does what the Beatles do, but so much better. You know, this is so yeah. much cooler. And I'm like, dude, like you have to, at some point you got to understand nobody had ever done anything like that before the Beatles did it. You know, they broke all the rules and defined a lot of, you know, were the prototype for a lot of different genres of music that came out later. Uh, if Even if you don't like the way they sound, you have to appreciate that about them, you know? And so yeah, I can get if there's that. a band, yeah, if there's a band that you like, if you like anything from Coldplay, you probably have to give a little bit of credit to you too for that you know because or blame yeah i mean yeah yeah or yeah <laughs> that cuts both ways for sure there's a yeah the, the, that phenomenon is called uh i think seinfeld isn't funny you heard about that no where people I can, I can understand that yeah where people watch seinfeld and they go i don't i don't get it what's so funny or groundbreaking about this and they're like right you don't understand that a show about nothing was you know, groundbreaking at the time. Like everything that they're doing in here is new and was was whatever. And all the shows you like now were built on that show or were, you know, I mean, like this was like the tree or the river that all your favorite shows that have done it better or improved this or whatever the case may be. Like you're saying, I, I get that. It's like The Sopranos. You, if you've watched any anti-hero kind of thing and you go back to The Sopranos, you're like, what is so great about it? It's pretty... It's pretty generic, pretty standard right. for everything else. Like, yeah, well, you didn't understand. At the time when this came out, nobody had ever did anything like that. So, yeah, I get it. Um, you know, there's some Beatles things I like. I don't like anything on that Sgt. Pepper's one. Uh, That's that my favorite just, album. Ugh, just, <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just like, I don't, I guess like somebody's telling a joke. And I'm like, this is just not even funny. I don't want to go down this road. I want to close the laptop. You know what I mean? Yeah. All the things that mean like no thanks. Like I want to leave the room. I want to put the drink down. You know what I mean? Just all of it. Just uh, how does like what? How does that song start? Which one? The any any of the songs on Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Heart Club Band album. Uh. Yeah. The opening lick to Sgt. Pepper's. Yeah, and I'm just like, what is? What's up with this circus? What am I? Twelve? I don't want to be in here. Just get me out of this place. You know what I mean? Like, I just yeah, be, but see, that's like to me, it's so wild. Like <laughs> that they were bringing this stuff and this harmony into that, into that, and it's such a departure from where they were before that. Uh, it's just mind blowing to me, man. Uh, I think it's brilliant. <laughs> but <laughs> well, um, I mean, I'm glad there are enough people that think it's brilliant. You know, yeah, for them to have made money because otherwise <laughs> it would have been just a waste of time. Because yeah. people like me, I'm like, what? <laughs> no thank you um, yeah. what are you gonna do uh, I think we different did different strokes man well you know there was a, I did see somebody I forgot who talked about it but just kind of mentioned it might have been one of these guys on YouTube I don't know that said just like you 
might like it might just people just might appreciate a different aspect of music right there's like uh like harmony and rhythm and then i forget what else he said and it just kind of like if you appreciate jazz more you might appreciate like the harmony more than these other aspects and so you're like this is good music and it's really you're just only appreciating one of the three or four aspects of the totality sure. of music and other people are like no this is my kind of music and the same same kind of argument there where um like just kind of depends on what you've trained your ear to do so you want to appreciate more so you can appreciate all aspects of that now yeah. i like a lot of different varieties of music right i will listen to some classical some uh, even like the was it the different varieties of classical right because there's not just one like from different periods you know what i mean and then also uh um you know like early like 20s 30s jazz i don't like the like jazz fusion it's not my mm -hmm. deal sounds like an elevator uh <laughs> All that to say is that I still don't like Sgt. Pepper's <laughs> And that's okay, man. That's fine. That's fine. I and yeah, I agree. I always have I've always known that there has there is an intellectual stimulation component of music for me. You know? Yeah. Like it's not like there's an there's an emotional component. Wait, are you agreeing to, with me and saying that you don't feel the music? Yeah. <laughs> Like, no, uh, you're not you're not feeling the music. He's like, no, no, I'm not, but I'm understanding <laughs> it. <I'm> yeah. <laughs> no, I. But but I mean, Sergeant Pepper's is vastly regarded as the Beatles' like Wait. masterpiece. You know, so you're the out you're an outlier nerds. there. Nerds. Uh, <laughs> I don't. It's like people who like the Beatles like that, right? Yeah. I have said like I just don't. It doesn't do anything for me, like. All the Beatles songs where people are like, "What? Well, it's just amazing." I'm like, "No, their singing doesn't sound good." <laughs> you know, like I can appreciate all the other aspects of it. Like, yeah, it's cool, but it just doesn't. I'm not moved by the Beatles. Like when there's a song playing, yeah. I'm not like, "Man, this is a jam." I gotta listen to that again. I'm just like, yeah, that sure was a song that played right now. <laughs> Whereas, like, say, Rhapsody in Blue, I love that song. It played like eight times in a row, right? Yeah, I, I like it. Like. It makes me want want to dance. You can kind of do all the whole thing, right? It's just a vastly different song, but a Beatles song, yeah. you know, like I don't know what the uh, the eight days a week sounds like a jingle. That's it. It doesn't do anything. It's as yeah. It's as transformative in my life as like the double mint gum song. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. That time period, that Beatles though is it's that saccharine sweet pop stuff. You know, I mean, they're like doing what. Um, I don't even know who's doing that kind of stuff today. Ed Sheeran, you know, like I mean, that's that's that level. And then then they were like, no, we're going to go do we're never going to perform again. We're just going to do weird stuff in the studio yeah. for the next five or six years. And I, there are songs, though, and not all the Beatles. I like the Beatles because of its nostalgic nature for me. I guess growing up listening to it, like early Beatles stuff. But there are Beatles songs that, to me, move me as much as like Rhapsody Blue or Beethoven's Pathétique or something like that. You know, like like what? Um, Call it out, man. A, a day it. in the life, a day in the life would be one of them. Uh, um, because the song called "Because." Um, 
you know. Gino, how about you? Is there is there a song in the Beatles catalog that moves you? Moves me. So, you know, like I said, I like, I was just picking out just for contrast, right? I was saying, I, I don't like <laughs> Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Heart Club's that one because it sounds corny it's like bing, 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 bing. I'm like whatever dude. get out of here it's not a circus I won't listen to this um, but like say you know like I said music from different I like Rhapsody in Blue the one that freaks you out makes you think the kids are crying right mm-hmm. I hate yeah, that, that song every time it starts uh, that one's cool uh, you know like I, said, I listen to that but there's not you know like I don't want to hear eight days a week I don't want to hear mean, those songs are fun help. my favorite Beatles song is do you want to know a secret? I don't but know you also like the joke songs me? by that, what you call it, dude, right? What? Herman's Hermits. What am I being accused of right now? Yeah. <laughs> uh, like you just sit down immediately. Drina, welcome to the show. Herman's Hermits. You Hermit. also like those joke like songs. <laughs> what? Uh, anyway, that that song's a good song. And yes, I like her, the Herman's Hermits. <laughs> we have one of their records on vinyl. Yeah. Whatever. I, I mean, have fond memories. Thank you very much. So I think there's a little bit of that. There's a bit, little bit fond memory kind of stuff. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I think there's a little bit of a, of an a, that aspect to it. Uh, like, Gina's a jazz fusion lover. What? <laughs> Another <laughs> accusation. <laughs> Modern jazz. That stuff's boring to me. Smooth jazz. Oh, do you, do yeah. You, Wait, you don't like little Dave Cuz? Little Peter White? No. I, I try to... I tried to listen to some smooth jazz. I gave it the same thing, and I was just like, "Man, this is just." I mean, my mom liked that (laughs) stuff, so yeah, it was. So yeah, Yeah. that's a great point. Like, there's a huge. So there are two things. Like, there's the music that you grew up hearing. You guys love your daddies, and totally informs your you don't your musical taste. (laughs) And then I think also your peer group around your early teen years. Well, yeah. Right. And and what 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 culture is telling you to listen to. And I think that most people, I'm not saying anybody here does this, but I think that the vast majority of people don't think very much farther about what what they like or why they like something or not. It just hits those places or and it doesn't. Good enough. Yeah. Yeah. And so they like it. And then if you hear it 200 times, you you start to understand it passively and you and you like it yeah mm-hmm. I, I i totally agree and i think like i said like uh, you know i say these just to kind of give you guys a hard time no, but i'm also, hearing that you're better than i one. also try i mean like i said i try i do this like with i feel movies. sorry that you don't like the beatles and you can't understand their greatness adam i mean uh, i'm you know I'm, i've given them enough chance <laughs> no one cared like said, enough i'd rather hear the double the spirit song or the, or the, yeah, like the, the mentos years. song than any other of those early beatles songs it's mentos <laughs> The Fresh Maker. That was a good song. That's a good, a great song. You know, it wouldn't else? exist without the Beatles. <laughs> you know, uh, we've played it on on a version of this podcast before, but the Heim Saban. You know, the he did Power Rangers. He did uh, uh, a handful of things, but him and his like co-writer, they wrote a lot of the songs for like they, they did the Spectre Gadget song that do the little did do that one. There's a lot of those songs, like even like the um, like Grimm's Fairy Tale theme song I said I liked on here. They did that one. They've written a lot of songs, including like Ma- He-Man, Master of the Universe, or something like that, stuff like that. Just FYI, it turns out you might be a fan of that guy. You didn't even know it. I like Inspector Gadget's theme song. It's awesome. I teach it in, in 
theory four because it's so harmonically interesting. Well, there you go. That guy, he has all the skills. German Augment six, Neapolitan six. Mm. Any other six you want to think about? Ooh. Talk about. What? On that note. <laughs> <laughs> What, you know what? I think I learned about the Neapolitan Six. What is nope. the Neapolitan Six for in case you're No, we're, no, we're not going down that rabbit hole. It's, <laughs> it's just nope. a major triad built on flat scale degree two, found in person version almost always. Yeah. Why Put would you use a Neapolitan down. Six? It's a more colorful way to move to the dominant. It's a substitution for diatonic predominant chord, which is more colorful, more harmonically compelling and rich. That's the show. That's the show. Uh, so anyway, there you guys. We are into the show. Uh, so just you know, kids, you can let us know why you two sucks or why you like. Yeah, maybe you like you two. I don't know. Like I said I, I try to give them a shot. Don't and act I don't like hate, you're open to that argument. I, I mean, I li- try to listen to it, and it was the same. I played it for for Gita and the children. Like the children yeah, being like that. a good because they're not tainted by all those things you're saying, right? We try to give them a nice, you know, broad musical diet, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and they clearly have different preferences, right? Like Kid Two, there's just some song she's like, she looks at me and goes, she'll try to dance to it or something, or just like she's like, I don't like this one, Dad, and then so I have to change it. And the other one is like, you know, this is the one, this is my song, I like this one, um, and you know, like I said, like uh, I don't, I don't choose it i'll just be playing something and then they're like yeah this one and i just keep playing it or choose things that are alike as as far back as uh, what was that song the uh, dean martin one gina uh what's it called the uh, birds and the bees flowers and yeah the trees. that one yeah yeah she saw it in a commercial and she was just like she just started jamming out like this is her song and i tried to play others and she's like nah other dean martin songs no it wasn't dean martin's voice that she liked, you know? She liked that song? It's just that song. Yeah. You gotta say it doesn't happen for me to, like, say Beautiful Day, you too. <laughs> or that other one that from the iPod commercial. What was that one? Yeah, one. yeah. I forgot about that song. This song sucks. I'm just getting <laughs> bad songs in my head. I'm going to excuse myself. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you can subscribe to the show, derangedpenguin.com, P-E-N-G-W-I-N.com. Um, you know, we did, we're going to do this again every week around Tuesdays, and then, then we're going to stop again for another couple of weeks to keep it fresh and entertaining for you. If you have some feedback, let us know. It's podcast at derangedpenguin.com. Send an email. There's a Twitter handle. You can send us a DM. That's weird, though. Just send us an email. Please don't slide into our DMs. Yeah, that's weird. Is that what the kids still do? I don't know if they do mm. that. Mm. See, if I did know that, that'd make me creepy. I don't want to be a creepy guy. It's like the goal after you hit, like, I don't know, what, 40 or something, right? Just don't be creepy. Don't be creepy. Don't be creepy. It's a the good rest goal. Of the way. Yeah. Don't creep anybody out. <laughs> and don't play the Sgt. Pepper song to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're done.